This is America's Roundtable, a radio program from Washington, D.C., bringing together leaders from business, government, media, and the think tank arena. I am Joel Anansami, your co-host, joined by Natasha Sardorch, an economist and co-founder of the International Leaders Summit. America's Roundtable is an initiative of the International Leaders Summit. It is a great delight to have Congressman Mike Boss join us on America's Roundtable. Congressman Mike Boss represents the 12th district of the great state of Illinois in the U.S. House of Representatives. Congressman Boss is known to all for his commitment to advancing America's values and principles in Washington, D.C., a fight he began in the U.S. military, serving in the Marines, then as a first responder, a local job creator, and a state representative. Congressman Mike Boss, it is our great honor to have you join us on America's Roundtable Radio. Natasha Sardorch, economist and co-founder of International Leaders Summit, and I welcome you. Well, Joe, thank you, and Natasha, thank you for having me on the program. I look forward to it. Congressman Bost, we are closely following the impact of the coronavirus pandemic and how it is affecting communities, both small and large, rural areas and urban centers. Congressman Bost, could you help us learn about the impact of coronavirus in the state of Illinois, specifically Southern Illinois, America's heartland? Sure. Understand that a majority of the cases in Illinois are naturally in the Chicago, greater Chicago area. In my district, a majority of the cases are near St. Louis because we're so far south in the state. As of today, we have uh, uh, 7,695 cases in the state of Illinois with 157 deaths. However, in the Illinois 12th, which is my district in those 12 counties that I have, uh, we have a total of 110 confirmed cases with three deaths. And a majority of them, as, as I said, are it, it, the northern part of my district is, is the Illinois side of St. Louis. And that St. Clair County there uh, and Madison County, where 53 of those 110 are all in St. Clair County, the three deaths were there as well. There's 30, um, there's 30 in Madison County. Uh, and as you start down, you can see Randolph has nine, Monroe, uh, each one of them. Uh, but then you get to the most southern end of my district, Perry, Union, Alexander, and Pulaski, which are fairly small counties. They have no, no cases whatsoever. That being said, everybody is following the guidance. Uh, you know, it's a, uh, uh, Joe, you and Natasha both know, and you know my wife, we own a, a beauty salon. Well, for the first time ever, you know, my wife and my daughter, who are both cosmetologists, aren't going into work. Uh, but that's not, you know, understand that's all over the United States, uh, that, that people are just, uh, if, if you're in a service-type related business where you have to get close to someone, that all stopped. So it is, it is a change in, in uh, just, uh, you know, whether you're going to the grocery store to keep six feet away from someone and making sure you're not touching your hands, doing all of these things. But while we're trying to do it uh, in, in, in Congress, uh, the, the unique situation is a majority of all of our, no, all of our business now is being conducted by uh, conference calls, uh, whether it's committee work or, uh, uh, you know, we can't actually vote via conference call. Uh, so if, if anything moves, you know, the last week we had to fly in for the third phase of, of uh, the bill that was passed for the, uh, for the stimulus and, and the corona uh, Third, third bill, bill, 
Um, we, we had to go in, but then it was unique how we even had to sit on the floor separated from each other uh, and be, but be present. So it, 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 it's a different time. Congressman Bost, you held a town hall meeting through a conference call with over 260 Illinois small businesses this past week to discuss the CARES Act and coronavirus economic relief. Under the stimulus package President Trump signed into law last week, the Small Business Administration will provide $350 billion in loans to companies with fewer than 500 employees. What small businesses qualify and how can they apply for loans from the Small Business Administration's $350 billion in loans? Any business that has less than 500 employees, also 501c3s, as well as the 501c, and I think there's 16, which is uh, that, that's for veterans service groups, uh, but everybody else. So that's all who uh, qualify. Certain businesses with more than 500 employees may also qualify, such as hotels, food services, and franchises, and everything like that. But that's if you will, uh, if someone has questions, if they just reach out to our office uh, or anyone else's, any other member of Congress's office on those employee or for those uh, businesses that are over 500. Employees. As you mentioned, the food industry. The Treasury Department must make $500 billion in loans to distressed industries such as restaurants, hotels, and airlines. Do we know the terms of these loans? Yes, we do. The, 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 the loans are, if, if you, first off, if you use them for payroll and you keep your payroll on, um, you can... First off, you, you can get up to $10 million, uh, or 2.5, the average monthly payroll based uh, on the last year's payroll. And the terms are, uh, it, they can be no more than 4% interest charged on them. Actually, the feds have now come out, and it's somewhere between 5 and point, or 0.5 and 2% interest is what the loans will be the cap that they put on them. And uh, the important thing is, is that uh, all payments and principals and interest and fees will automatically be deferred for six months. The loans will be forgiven for businesses that retain their staff. So if you, so if you keep your payroll going, even though you're not working until June 30th, then the entire loan will be forgiven. And, and let me, let me clarify that. The entire loan, as long as you show that you used it for payroll costs, group health benefits, employee salaries, interest on mortgage obligations, rent, utilities, and any other debt obligation that had occurred prior to February 15, 2020. So it is, it is something that, that no business or this nation has ever seen that, that's been put out before. The way it's written now, that's up to eight weeks. So, so you know what the term is on that, too. This is going to be very good for small businesses and entrepreneurs. And on the other hand, this money is coming back to the economy, acting as a multiplier and helping other businesses and not to have entire economy stalled. Really Correct. Congressman Bost, Senator Rick Scott is calling on Congress to hold a hearing and investigate the World Health Organization's role in helping Communist China cover up information regarding the threat of coronavirus.
Congressman Bost, what are your thoughts about this effort to hold WHO and Communist China's regime to account? We, sh- we should not only hold them to account, we should have a full investigation because I believe some of the evidence of how and where this virus spread from should be investigated. Uh, but I also believe that the longer we take to get on it, uh, quite often the evidence of being able to trace it back could start disappearing. So I think that, that we need to get started on it as quick as possible. We do need to know, and we do need to hold the World Health Organization uh, to a standard that, that, that regardless of which nation it is, we should all be held to the same standard. And if something occurs like this, that we should get to the bottom of it, find out how it really occurred, and make sure that we never see this again in the world. And that the, the only way we can do that is some, have some type of world uh, or some type of enforcement mechanism. I don't know what that is, but I, at least from our standpoint here in the United States, I believe that both the Senate and the House should work together to, to do the investigation to the full extent. Congressman Boss, we agree with you. The U.S. is currently the single largest contributor to the World Health Organization. For many years, the assessed contribution for the U.S. has been set at 22% of all member state assessed contributions, the maximum allowed rate. So we do have a say. That's correct. And, and, but it is also the same thing, uh, not only in the World Health Organization, but also the WTO, World Trade Organization. We have the same problems as we've ran into because, unfortunately, uh, for some reason, the United States is always held to a different standard than many other nations. Well, United States and Israel, both of us are held to a different standard than other nations. And, and that is not the way it was supposed to be set up. But unfortunately, that's what we're dealing with. Congressman Mike Boss, we thank you so much for joining us on America's Roundtable. We appreciate your principal leadership and your important endeavors in advancing the right principles and uh, addressing the concerns of America's families, entrepreneurs, small businesses. We truly commend you for your endeavors indeed. Congressman Balls, thank you so much for being with us today. Thank you, Joel. Thank you, Natasha, for having me on. And uh, everybody stay safe and God bless. Thank you for joining us on America's Roundtable. We'll be right back right after these messages.